This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're inside of three weeks from the report date, and you know what happens when report date hits. It's full steam ahead, really, until February. Uh, and so we're right there. And I thought today would be a good opportunity and a good time to do almost a direction podcast and examine the direction of the Bears. And there's only one way, in my opinion, to kind of examine the direction of the Bears, and it's to get a pulse on how we feel about the people with the steering wheel in their hands. And in my opinion, there's four guys starts at the top, Kevin Warren, general manager, Ryan Poles, head coach, Matt Eberflus, quarterback, Justin Fields. So I figured we'd pick off one of those uh, one by one. Um, But you mentioned a minute ago that you're getting sucked back into the optimism as we sit here on, on July 6th, where are you setting your, uh, your, your tentative win total bar right now? Um, uh, it's kind of fairly modest, actually eight, nine. Um, I guess it's modest. I think I I don't consider the bears really a three win team. I mean, they were not trying to win. So three wins is a little deceptive. I mean, they're more like a four five, six win team to me. And so, uh, and and with the kind of the long view that, that, that they've taken the way they've handled the off season. Um, I just think it's uh, acceptable, you know, eight, nine, nine, eight, um, I think that's what's expected. And I think anything less than that would be a disappointment. That's also, you got to point that out too, is that uh, it needs to be a significant step forward. I'm just not saying that they have to be in the playoffs where, you know, if they got like Will Anderson and Orlando Brown and really made, you know, the big moves that that were more for immediate success, maybe you'd set the bar a little bit higher, but I I like the long view that, that uh, polls has taken. And, And based on that, I'm saying eight, nine, I think with, with, Justin Fields still standing at the end uh, is is would be I think a pretty good season. So I've got uh, them kind of on the seven and ten, six and eleven fence right now. Uh, you obviously would qualify that as a disappointment if they finish there. It's going to be very fascinating, and we all know kind of the the ebbs and flows of injuries and luck and all the things that go with that. But let's go back to January. Let's start with the biggest thing that happened to start this off season, and it was the Bears hiring Kevin Warren to be the replacement for Ted Phillips, who had been uh, overseeing everything really as the president and CEO of the, of the organization for for more than two decades, uh, a sustained track record of mediocrity when Kevin was hired. And now obviously in the, the five and a half months since what was your reaction and what are your hopes for what a change in direction at the very top uh, could possibly mean for this organization. Well, it's so early now, Dan, that it's hard to really say or quantify exactly what Kevin Warren has done. <clears throat> Although he could pay for himself with the, with the stadium deal, if, if he gets <laughs> the thing done. Uh, but, but my, uh, my take on Kevin Warren is uh, to me, I, I've been covering the bears for a long time. Anything that buffers the head coach and the GM from the McCaskies is a good thing. And Ted Phillips in that, in that respect, but Ted Phillips didn't do that. He was, you know, he was part of the family. And I think having a guy like Kevin Warren in between, I think that just helps. I can't explain it exactly. All I'm saying is 
Uh, I just don't, I just feel like somebody who really knows uh, knows how to play this game, which obviously he already does. He's playing it very well with the stadium. Uh, I think somebody who knows how to play the game and and uh, like I said, buffer themselves from the McCaskies, who frankly, you know, just not real good at football. It's uh, running a football team. It's all there is to it. Uh, I think that's a good thing. That's why I think that was a good move. I think it will. I think it will pay dividends down the road, and I think it will affect. Um, the success of the head coach and the GM, because when the McCaskies were in charge, I'm talking about Ted and George, everybody from Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, every, everybody became the worst version of themselves. <laughs> Matt Nagy is not a bad coach. Uh, I think Ryan Pace is not a bad GM, but he became the worst version of himself because there's just some kind of dysfunction at Hell's Hall that, per, that kind of pervades from the top. And I think having a buffer in between that now, I think will uh, I can't prove it, but I just feel like, you know, that will, that will, that can't do anything but help. You called it a dysfunction. I've called it a dysfunction in the past. I think it's an attention to detail that is often lacking throughout the entire organization that is that has weighed them down for a long time. And Kevin has obviously get, been given the chief responsibility of not only hiring uh, the general managers going forward, but performing their performance reviews, which was always a, a very interesting task for me to watch Ted and George perform these performance reviews kind of just willy nilly. And you never really knew what they were looking at. And you never knew how sophisticated the lens was. Kevin's at least been in the league for 30 years. He's worked for the Rams. He's worked for the Lions. He's worked for the Vikings. He's been in different capacities. He's been a player agent. He comes at this from a lot of different angles. And I think his oversight of Ryan Poles might be one of the more underrated parts of how he can uh, aid this franchise, you know, and just being a resource for Ryan and not just a, a, a direct report, you know, if that makes sense and, and being able to provide feedback and guidance and, and the things that, that maybe Ryan Pace would have benefited from in very critical moments when they were making very critical decisions. Now I think you have a little bit more stability at that top that that's really going to, going to pay off and it's, it hopefully will show itself. Yeah. I think it just puts a kind of a, for lack of a better way of putting it, a football guy in charge of football at Hell's Hall. And the standard, the number one standard, I think, and I don't know Kevin Warren very well, but I got a feeling the number one standard at Hell's Hall will no longer be he's a nice guy. Yeah, I get right. along with him. I like right. him. We think, a lo- we think the same way. And that, I'm ha- only a quarter joking about that. That's, that oh, was, yeah. that's a bad thing at Hell's Hall. The, the, the way they hired people uh, and the way they hired people who hired people, going back to the Emory situation, um, uh, uh, you know, it just, it, I think, I just, I just think having a different standard, a more professional football standard will help. And when you get into pivotal moments in franchise history, you don't need to go get Bill Polian to come tell you that you don't have enough blue chip players or that you need to get rid of X, Y, and Z, or you need to go this direction to try and hire a coach. So hopefully that will be a, a step in the right direction. When it comes to the stadium, you're an Arlington Heights resident, correct? I am. Okay. So th- does this have, intrigue to you as a resident uh as much as it has intrigue to you as a as a obviously a beat reporter for the team yes it absolutely does because when i appealed my property taxes <laughs> they told me what it was and i couldn't say try again which apparently was what kevin warren is telling them so well, uh, you, I, you, I, your your house is, is only valued at like 157 million and it's not the hundred yeah, right. million yeah, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, you know me you know me, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of kidding about that, but, um, but it's just, yeah. So it is, it is interesting being in there. Cause I, I, you know, all I know is my wife says she doesn't want her taxes to go up. And, and with these, 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 um, these stadium deals are interesting because you never know if it's a benefit. This is not like when they ran the interstate in the fifties and sixties, the interstate going through your town was boom or bust. If it went through your town, it was great. If it didn't, it did not. 
nobody re- I don't think anyone's really said if really knows if a stadium is the is the lure the uh, for a community that that they if you look back it doesn't seem like it's an automatic thing so that in, in itself is is not is not automatic um so uh so we'll see what happens i will say this i i think uh anticipating uh, the next question or another question is like i don't think the bears i don't think this is an all out bluff by the bears to look elsewhere um i i think i think if it comes i think if 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 uh Cook County or the, the assessor, whoever the, the, the authorities are in charge, uh, Arlington Heights. Um, I think if they really stuck to their guns and tried to stick it to the Bears, I think the Bears would look elsewhere and it would be great if it was Chicago. But I do think, on the other hand, they are very, very close to pot committed on this for two right. reasons. One, they own the property. So they've got to pay the tax anyway. They had they could sell it, but that would be a, a pain. And the other thing is Arlington Heights just logistically is the I I'm I I I, I kind of confident in saying this this is the best deal they're going to get uh, logistically as far as what they want to build where they want to build it this naperville uh hammond wherever in indiana rockford anywhere else is not going to compare so they've got two reasons to get this deal done and i think it will get i think it will get done i'm kind of in the back of my mind hoping uh, against hope that chicago could come up with something because i'd love to see the bears just do a stadium just do a stadium why you know Arlington Heights, right? Like the size of that property is just so intriguing for what you could potentially do and, and, and the fantasy world that you could create out there. So it, it feels like um, it's just a no brainer. You want, you own it, you know what your vision is there. Yeah. And, and now it's a, a, about getting some tax certainty and some financial clarity on a number of things. And then, and then trying to march forward there, which hopefully that's why Kevin Warren was brought in. Um, one of the questions I always had, it was funny when, you know, I was uh, in Minnesota covering the Vikings at the time when a lot of this uh, stadium stuff was in the infancy stages. And you'd have these rallies down at the state Capitol trying to keep the Vikings in Minneapolis instead of out, you know, in other parts of Minnesota. And there would be players going down to these rallies at the state Capitol to speak. And the question was always, well, is Christian Potter really going to be there when U S bank stadium opens as it turns out he wasn't right. So this, this is my segue into saying, Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, as the leaders of this football team, will they still be in their positions when the stadium opens? And if so, what is it that we are subscribing to? What is it we're believing in? 